Welcome to the Men of Honor podcast. On this episode, we have special guests, Pastor Shannon Scott, Pastor Paul McGee, and World Missionary Pastor Mark Namey. On this episode, we will be discussing about the man as a leader in his family and in his relationship with God. Before we segue into the episode, we want to extend an invitation for you to meet us in Maryville, Tennessee on September 17th and 18th for Men's Conference 2021. This is a biannual conference where men from all over the nation gather together to worship, hear practical teaching, and experience a genuine move of the Holy Ghost. Register online at ministry.aljc.org before the rates go up on August 1st. We hope to see you there. Enjoy this discussion on the man as a leader. All right, folks, I am blessed and honored to be joined with these great men. We actually have four. This is the first time we've recorded four at the same time. We've got Pastor Scott, we've got Pastor McGee, we've got Missionary Namie, and we're very honored to have you all. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. It's great to be with you. Praise the Lord. It's a privilege. We've got, we've got uh, what do we got, 15 minutes before uh, supper tonight? That's right. So uh, this is the Ministry Men of Honor podcast. Um, so let's talk about men being the leaders they're supposed to be. Brother McGee, why don't you start us off? What's a key ingredient for a man that wants to lead his home well, wants to lead his family well? Um, it may seem obvious, but a man that wants to lead his home well has to be led well himself by God. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know it's like, it's cliche, right? But uh, it's we, true. we cannot get past that. I, I, I don't care what other type of abilities you have. If a man isn't being led by God, he's not going to lead his wife properly or his children properly or Amen. be the leader that he needs to be in the society and the context that he's in. Well, yeah. So um, he, he must be led by God. In order for him to be a good leader, again, cliche, he must be a good follower of Christ. Absolutely. So, yeah, cut and dry. So we're, we were talking earlier upstairs about just the uh, different generations. Brother Naomi, you were talking about that. And uh, what what are what are we where are we at now? I mean, we were talking, I think probably like ministry, but even bringing it down to the home. You know, what are what are some things, maybe some areas that 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 you see that young men really need to improve on, especially in the home? Brother Naomi, do you want to you want to start out or just go? Brother Scott, it's a great question. I've um, having three three boys at home. One, one moved out, married, uh, twenty one years Congratulations. old. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. One down, two to go. Uh, Nineteen year old at home and a seven year seven year old at home. I, I've uh, um, I've identified that uh, you know what there's a there was a lot of opportunity for improvement um, yeah. over the years. Watching my boys, talking about culture and. and being a solid leader, um, you know, setting the the example and setting the tone, it's more than just going to church. You know, it's more it's than true. just uh, um, uh, talking about Jesus. It's it's setting that example yes. everywhere we go, and um, you know, watching the impact of of 
uh, of, of both the culture of the church and also the culture of this world kind of clashing together yeah. in, in my children's life and and uh, you know seeing the, the folks that they hang around with and the influence they have and yeah. and uh, you know um, as you asked that question it really prompted me to just how many times I've gone to my 21 year old son yeah. who uh, preached preached uh, a message on Friday night uh, to the youth he preached um, desperation has a sound yeah. you know. And, uh, you know, he talked about his generation, making sure they have the patience to wait upon the Lord and hear from the Lord. And, and uh, you know, I, I wonder, I wonder um, what would happen if, if there wasn't a Pentecostal or a, um, you know, some of the right influence in his life. And, um, um, so just as you, as you asked that question, that, that's what came to my mind yeah. is um, all the things that uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad, I'm, I'm happy, I'm honored that uh, were, was an influence on my children, but then also the things that, transparently, the things that, man, I just, I didn't do very well on, yeah. and I want to be better. I've got a seven-year-old that I, I want to be a better got leader. Got another one coming. I, I want to be a better leader. I want to have a stronger yeah. influence. I, I want to make sure there's greater a greater level yes. of consistency. Have there. we ever seen an, a, a greater attack, Brother Naomi, on the role of a man in the world? Has there ever been a time that it, that it, that there's is there in my opinion there's just an all out attack yeah. on the role of a man on the identity of a man on what his place is and so we have this 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 culture that we're 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 up against and we're trying to set the right culture and get these guys going in the right direction so that they can be the men not as the world would define them to be but as the Bible would define them them to be. Yeah, no, no doubt. This is probably the greatest challenge, uh, level of challenge that the church has ever faced. Um, as as you all have been talking, what's coming to my mind is the need for mentoring. Yes. A, as a young man, the thing Amen. I, I, I can remember so very well, particularly a young man coming up in the church, is just uh, a yearning for uh, a a. a voice uh, of a of a godly man i wanted to do things right i was struggling you mm -hmm. know every man struggles sure uh, young men have pretty predictable struggles uh and i lacked that i didn't i had a good pastor but i, I never really had a mentor mm. um so one thing i determined is that in my, in my own ministry if i ever got the chance that i would try to give young men that yes. which I never really received, which is right. attention. Um, the fact of the matter is, all of our problems, as far as what we're talking about, the cultural mm -hmm. problems, th there's biblical answers for them. Yes, sir. Um, we just need to do, we need to seek out what those answers are, and we need to, each of us, accept our own roles as leaders. We're already you know, you all are already leaders mm -hmm. in your homes. You're already leaders over over congregations. Right. Um, but here's the thing that comes to my mind, and that is mentoring on the part of the mentor is, an, is a tremendous investment. It's an investment in time. Oh, absolutely. It's an investment in prayer. Yes. It needs to be purposeful. Right. And, and, and the best way to do it is is actually methodically. Yes. You know, set you know, a certain times that you, yes. that you, uh, uh, sit them down. It can be on a daily basis or, or weekly. You just have, you, you have a habit of, of just sitting them down, talking to them, uh, listening 
and then ministering to the needs uh, th that are arising. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's what our young generation now needs more than anything yes. is men who are solid that would just invest in them. Yes. Uh, you know, broken homes, uh, mm -hmm. just mixed, you know, blended marriages and right. just, just kind of chaos because yeah, of the right. attack against the families, worked against all that. Yes. We just need mentors. Absolutely. Young men need mentors. That's good. In That's fact, I'm, I'm 62 years old. I still crave. Yes. Sure. Mentoring. I, right. I think we just all, we just naturally crave it. We do, but there's, I, I, and I agree with that 100%, but there is a danger, I think. And I had like that epiphany moment in my life where I'd always been the uh, one, the mentee, the one that was receiving the instruction yes. and came to that age. Yeah. It seemed like, you know what? I, I always was looking for other people to pour into me. And it came to that realization, I'm at a spot in my life, I need to find a vessel to pour yes. into. Yeah, that's because it. you can always be on the receiving end. And, and I understand what you're saying, as, as, as long as I'm alive, I want someone to be able to pour of into course. my life. Yes. But I don't want to negate my responsibility then of pouring into another life. Absolutely. Or another generation. Yeah. And so that's vitally important. And, and you know, going beyond the, this is what you should do, but this is how we do it. Yes. Sometimes they're a disconnect and saying, this is what you ought to do. Well, yes. that's great. How do I get that started? What, right. What's the steps? What's the process? Right. Show me how and empower me to a certain degree yes. to be able to do it. You know, uh, I was thinking, too, I think it was while Brother Scott was speaking, um, you know, as fathers, we parade and we encourage and we back for all the different things that our young men may be involved in, uh, whether it be sports, education, all that, where they're to applaud along the sidelines and support. Yeah, I think sometimes we become, uh, this has been my word, I guess, for this week, anemic in giving that same support oh, in spiritual matters. Yeah. Yes. You know, if we're going to applaud and back yeah. and encourage, and, you know, that was a great shot. You're doing a great job. Your education, yes. your let's do that in Amen. spiritual matters Amen. to the nth degree yeah. uh, because the way that we whatever direction we applaud in the most the loudest yeah. then they're going to deem well that must be what's important in their absolutely. life absolutely yeah i think it's awesome um if i could just share some insights from sure uh, the mission field please sometimes people ask you know how are we able to establish uh, so many new churches um over the course of the last um, decade or so, uh, by God's grace, yes. uh, with a lot of help, uh, but we've seen about 60 new churches Praise established awesome. in the country of the Philippines, uh, and it, it's exploding. Um, but but here's the deal: you you got to kind of work the equation backwards. Mm -hmm. You can't start a church unless you have uh, somebody to oversee that church, and you can't oversee that church unless you train and equip somebody to to, to, to do that. Right, and then. You know, and you can't train and equip somebody to, to do that work of leadership unless you first disciple them, you ground them yes. in the faith, and you can't you can't ground them in the faith unless faith unless you first won them. So there, there's a four step process: win them, disciple them, train them as leaders, and then send them. Absolutely. And, and I think I think so often we just the American perspective, I, and I, I hate to sound critical or anything, no, no, but, no, no, but no. just we deserve it. But no, I just, I just <laughs> come in with I come I come from. Yeah, you know, like another planet. Of yeah, course, I, and, and I'm like an outside observer yeah, a lot sure. of the time. Absolutely. Um, but it seems like we're just we're, we're kind of focused on having good church and and, and putting oh, out man. and putting out the fires, you know, as they as they Ooh. pop up and dealing with the problems and yes. you know if we can just get through another another day, another week, you know, right. praise God, you know, mm -hmm. paying the bills, you know, I, I, and I get it. I mean, I pastored 
here in America for, for many years. So sure. I, under, I understand it. But if we could just keep our eyes on the ball, you yeah. know, win them, disciple them, train workers, and then yeah. send them. Yeah. And then the process, just, just continue, you know, just continue that. Um, our pa- the, the ones that are doing the best work there, they are extremely intentional yes. about training the young men. Absolutely. Um, I, I got one pastor in mind. Uh, he has an 8.30 a.m. meeting. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a foreign field, and you know, they're young sure. men. They, a lot of them you know, uh, don't have jobs that, that, sure. it, that are binding him to a particular period of time. So, so anyway, he just has an 8.30 a.m. meeting. He just talks to them yeah. Yeah. every morning, half an hour, 45 minutes, mm-hmm. something from the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mentors them. Uh, others, they, they do it on Sundays. They have a, a weekly Sunday afternoon class. They have, they have church Sunday morning, but Sunday afternoon at about 2 o'clock, they're meeting for two hours with wow. all the workers, wow. and they're mentoring every single week. That's great. It's not just once in it's a while. It's an investment. I it, mean, it, it really that, is. It, you, you can't do it yeah. without sacrifice. Yeah. But these are, these are the guys who are actually yeah. doing it. I mean, so if you want to see... What works? Let's let's look at you know let let's look at something that's right. working. Yeah. Um, and so I, I see it being a tremendous. It, it does, like you said, uh, and some, Chester, It takes a big well, investment. And some I think sometimes we we try to give so little and expect so much, but it really takes a very deliberate action. Yeah. You know, to be able to do it, it takes an investment. You're not going to be able to impact a young's life, a young man's life, with just keeping him on the Fringe. On the peripheral, on the fringe. I mean, it takes an investment, a planned right. effort, like you said. That that, and it can't be like just once a month. I mean, right. it's, it's got to be almost daily, if it's mm-hmm. really going to work. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, uh, sometimes you know the the mindset is, well, that takes a lot of time, right? And it does. That's the point. And yeah, and it does. Yeah. But we we fail to think sometimes that the investment and the time you take for the investment now is really going to pay back time to you later. Yeah. You know, in 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 reality. Yeah. So you yeah, take the time. Right. There'll be a help to you later. Or or you can just wear that ball and chain. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. Yeah. Or you can just take all that on your shoulders right. for eternity. Right. You know. But if you mentor other people and you you know it's go, it's going to pay dividends. I want to, it does. I want to say something here and I'd like for you guys to comment on this, but I feel like I feel like dads need to know out there and 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 mentors and leaders that there is a currency of time that people understand and realize especially young men. They know when you're making time for them and when you're not. And what I've seen sometimes in young men especially is when there's a lack of investment in time. But it's like dad wants to show up in authority in, in, in a small moment, but haven't had the investment. Yeah. And it's almost like it, it gives way in a temptation for a young man to say, but, but where have you been? Yeah, you have no right. Who are you? Yeah. You purchase that availability yeah. because every young man, like you said, you said it so good a while ago, every young man, you, you have a desire for a fatherly figure or somebody in your life that would absolutely... Um, basically put their hand on you and bless you and see something of value in you. And um, so, I mean, I think, I think sometimes bare minimum, I think, I think, I think too many dads, I think they get very complicated in what exactly they need to be doing. 
when just being there, spending there. time, spending time, yeah. and investing and making it a priority. So, so you're, you know, Brother McGee, I look at you, you're a young, young dad, you know, um, what are you, what are you, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how to frame this because I don't want to limit your response, but in, in terms of like how you um, were raised by your dad and then now with your son, you know, what does that look like? What does that look like with your, 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 your boy? What are, you know, some things you're doing, trying to do, you know, uh, generational lessons you know right and it's it's not uh equal apples to apples or oranges to oranges of course with me and my father yeah um, my father uh for a good period of time was bivocational you know and me i'm just purely you know on at the church and so uh so that dynamic is a, is a little different uh since he had the bivocational side uh but yeah i mean i, I and this this is not my phrase okay but I want to I, I want to spend time with my children at every opportunity that I have. This is David Sizemore mm-hmm. and such that that was my pastor and others like that. That you never you you don't want to live ministry or pastoralship in such a way that your children come to resent the very thing you want them to love. Amen. Right. Absolutely. Amen. And That's so, good. in order to do that, you're going to have to encircle them. You know, even make them a part of some of those ministerial aspects, you know, uh, of life that this this is just an enjoyment, a thrill. And yet, you know, those things that are separated from ministry as well. But, you know, it's, it's you talking about we make things complex. It's really simple. It is. It comes. I think if if a if a young man is speaking regretfully, or resentfully about a father years down the road, yeah. it's not these big monumental right. things. So it's good, the simplistic things yes. that they will recall that was void or missing. Yes, it, it's not the monumental things. Right. It's oh, they took me here on this trip exactly. and paid some. It's not that. Exactly. It's those those little moments of memories that are bestilled within Absolutely. them. Absolutely. When nothing grander or grandiose right. is happening it's just well we'll, we'll we'll put a we'll put a pin here um and 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 come back maybe record a little bit later but what what is on my mind and heart it goes back to the first thing that was said it's important about about letting god lead your life if you're in surrender complete submission and surrender to god you let him guide your life and then if you're in that young man's life if you're just with him spending time with him talking with him that impact of a relationship with God will have an obvious impact on his life. It's like you said, it's not that complicated. We worry ourselves soon to in saying the right thing and 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 you know it all trinkles downhill. It makes me think of the Psalms one thirty three. Yeah. You know, how good and how pleasant it for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the oil that was up on Aaron's head yeah. that ran down to the skirt of his garment. How did the oil get to the head to the skirt? Yeah. Because all the members in between was connected. Oh, that's good. And so Man, if we can follow the leadership of the Lord and have that up on, you know, even our lives, if we stay in connection with relationships with our sons, our daughters, whoever it may be, then that's automatically going to flow. It's going to get to where it needs to get <laughs> just because of the connection. Amen. I like that. We're going to stop it there. I don't think we can improve on that right now. Thank you all. Thank you for joining us on the Men of Honor podcast. If this podcast or this episode has been a blessing to you in any way, shape, or form, it would be our honor if you would go and share this episode on your social media platforms to another man that you're connected to. 
Again, if you've not registered yet for Men's Conference, you can register at ministry.aljc.org for that event. September 17th and 18th in Maryville, Tennessee, we've got a great lineup of speakers, Pastor Nate Whitley, Pastor James Chesser, Pastor Matt Perdue, and Bishop Carpenter will be speaking with also a panel led by Pastor Tim Gill about mentoring your children. Thank you for joining us again. We'll see you next time.